camping out for the first time in the fresh air, our Circle One adepts sleep the night, make some recovery tests. Picking up where we left off, we exited successfully, made our way to uh, and found the Hope Gate. We used the key that we had already found, opened the gate to find a nasty creature, Mulgrim, they're called, laired on the other side of the door. We dispatched that vile creature and then um, made our way out uh, outside. So for the first time, these, these poor shut-in adepts uh, see the outside world after the scourge. So, uh, we spent uh, the night, everybody made recovery tests, um, but uh, Phage uh, has a wound still, so he is fully healed, he just has a wound, so I'm thinking they are going to camp the day uh, and another night as well before they head back into the care. Now that will have some repercussions. <laughs> because of that um, horror uh, that's, that's milling about. But um, it will allow him to... Okay, so yeah, everybody else is sitting around for eight hours uninjured. Uh, actually, Salivan has eight. He is injured. These two characters, Mithra, the wizard, Human Wizard and Rock on the Obsidian Archer. They are uninjured and they have enough legend points to boost a talent, which I'm thinking they may do. Uh, they can meditate for the eight hours. Uh, what better place to meditate, right, than out under the sun, up the, uh, the sky, fresh air that these guys have never seen before their entire lives. Uh, so this is a pretty defining moment for these guys. So this would be a good time. Let's give Rock on Thread Weaving. I did not um, assign a rank to that when I started. He didn't take it, even though it is obviously a class, a disciplined talent. I dumped all his points into other things and uh, I am using the, um, the the optional method for uh, circling up for circle advancement. Um, so Mithra, he's going to take. He's got three hundred legend points. I'm thinking he should put up um, maybe pattern craft. He needs to start learning some spells, so that'll take two hundred legend points. Put that up, so that'll cost him two hundred legend. It'll put them down to 125. Awesome. Okay. So that's just a cool, um, cool visual of the gang just uh, sitting up on uh, a bit of a, a hillside, a cliffside at the ruined entrance to the to the care on the side of a hill mountain, just looking over the valley below um, at all the wildlife. Probably they're safe. They're not going to be. Um, accosted by any wildlife or monsters since they're safely <clears throat> within the territory of the Mulgrim that they just dispatched. Uh, most creatures don't want to mess with those things, so for now anyways, the territory is uh, safe. 
So they spend a day outside. Let's roll a d20, 17, and see where the horror spends the day. It comes to 17. So the horror, uh, so it goes through this door or whatever. <laughs> Thanks to its uh, undead minions, it can get the door opened and get into this room. Uh, now I should also um, place the quartermaster chamber. Well, maybe I'll just uh, go exploring for that. Well, let's speed this up. This is just a play test after all. Let's roll a d10 and see where the field, uh, where the quartermaster is. <laughs> two. So that was one, two. Here's the quartermaster chamber right here. And it won't be huge. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I'll just break that in. Could be fun um, for extra play time. Uh, you can make your characters continue to explore to find um, Quartermaster Chamber. You could have this map just, you know, if you wanted to play this for a while, We're really expanding out. Continue to use the old, the previous pamphlet um, rooms, housing library commons, latrine, cistern, forge, smithy. I hadn't, hadn't even found some of those rooms yet. They're not even placed yet, so let's just assume they're off this way somewhere. But in the spirit of moving this along, we'll say that this is where the quartermaster is, and we'll say that we know, we do know where to go to get there. Alright, so, um, so we sleep again, and the next day comes along. Everybody's fully healed, and we have to move that horror once again. Ah, boy, room 18. Oh, no. Okay, so the next day, the horror moves into this room directly in our path. So we don't know this. We, um, <laughs> I'll erase all my, my damage taken. Everybody, oh, I'll have to roll. That's, that's eight, eight damage on the weaponsmith, and he only has two recovery tests. Let's just roll that out to five. That's a D5 and a D8. He's got two recovery tests for the day, so oh yeah, 14, so he does he does recover fully. And he's ready to roll. Oh man, okay. Okay, this is new to me. I have not okay, I'm Never used a horror in combat. Um, these things are, are nasty, nasty. So this should be interesting. The monster's there. We come in through this hallway. We check for a wandering monster. Two, nothing. It's already been cleared. And... <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't even know how to go about this. So we step into the room with the horror. The thing, let's see who notices who first. Let's get this thing's stats up. <clears throat> oh man, a Garmec horror. Brutal. Okay, initiative, um, perception. It's got a nine, d86. So this is, quote, a minor horror. 
So this is a weak one. He's only a fifth circle challenge, but it's, it's just brutal. The abilities on these things. Okay, um, so that's uh, so we got an 11 with an exploding die. 18. There's no way we're gonna beat that. 18 perception. Best guy in my group. Seven. Seven. He gets a D12. Not gonna beat an 18. Not easily. Nine. Yeah, we walk in. It notices us first, and. Um, yeah, it can, it's going to go ahead and horror mark. <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, let's check out the, the adventure. Um, the horror, the right up here. The Gormek Horror's motivations are to invoke fear and disgust uh, as much as possible in as many victims as possible. Its near immortal lifespan makes it inhumanly patient, so it will take its time moving in before any aggressive action, preferring to bathe in the emotions of fear caused by its revolting presence. Uh, its method uh, methods will lean towards displays of disgusting acts, gore in a single victim at a time, preferably in front of a crowd potential victims. Its undead puppets can be used to assist in such displays. <laughs> this is brutal. Uh, GM should get creative and tailor to players' backstories if possible when needing victims. So yeah, twist the knife, use uh, use family members, all that kind of nonsense, I guess. Just, just uh, yeah, <laughs> psychological warfare on your poor players. Uh, it will, however, attempt to horror mark any uh, as many victims as possible for later torment. Um, so it's not gonna start attacking right away. It's gonna it's gonna horror mark everybody and then start thinking about maybe munching somebody. The horror can take direct control over twenty ghouls slash cadaver men at once anywhere in the care, and can give them commands as simple as a simple action through an, uh, as per uh, enemy dead ability. It will use its puppets to open closed doors, work chain elevators, etc., allowing the, the maggot-looking horror to slither throughout the care freely. There will always be several undead within close proximity. If attacked, the Garmec will use damage shift, targeting another PC or civilian, and take its time horror-marking each person before bothering to attack, if at all. It, um, if actually taking more damage than it can shift to others, it will attack and also call. 20 undead to defend. Um, yeah, this thing has a damage shift of 14. Step 14. So on average, it's shifting away 14 damage every turn <laughs> as a simple action. Brutal. Can't even keep ahead of the thing. It's gonna... Yeah. Good golly. Um, the adept should get um, the point pretty quickly that they cannot defeat the, Gar the Garmic yet. Um, until now, the Garmec has been busy tormenting uh, those locked outside the fields, uh, but is now starting to look to the remaining pockets of survivors and will be turning to them for sustenance soon. So that's why it's on the move in this adventure and wasn't last time. Okay, so the thing is going to just start horror marking. Who gets it first? How do we horror mark? Let's let's read this now. This is new to me. Well, I've read it a few times before, but on the, on the 
the moment I can't remember. I think it's just, okay, Hermark uh, 12, step 12, and I think it's just against Mystic Defense. Yes, against targets Mystic Defense anywhere in line of sight. <laughs> Amazing. These things are just adventure gold. Um, okay, so... Um, okay, so Horror Mark, step 12. I'll put this over there. Um, so that's a 2d10. So we walk into this massive, uh, what is this? A 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 60 by, 60 by 50 chamber. The commons. Uh, it's got um, overgrown, it's like a tiny park, I guess, really. Benches. It's a fountain in the middle. <coughs> Excuse me, and it would have been um, a nice sitting area like a park for the residents long ago before the care was taken over overrun by the undead now it's just an overgrown thicket okay 2d10 for the horror mark and uh who gets it let's roll randomly oh okay that's thage thage storm stormblade he's got the lowest mystic defense out of everybody with a six and there is a 10. Oh man, horror marked. Okay. So anybody new to Earth Dawn, that means this thing has, uh, um, has put an astral mark, a magical um, mark. It's basically cursed the person pretty much for life. It can renew this mark. It expires after a year and a day. It can renew it at will. So it's pretty much for the rest of this person's life. Um, this thing uh, will be able to sense where the person is within a thousand miles. And in most cases, they can communicate to them, to the person, talk in their head, do all kinds of nasty uh, stuff, use all of their abilities within a closer range. I think that's 10 miles or maybe 100 miles or something. Either way, not cool. You don't, you don't get rid of a horror mark until you kill the thing either. So okay, so we come in and, boom, we see this thing. Um, it's a. Let's just, <laughs> for a good time, let's just read the description of this thing. These horrors feed on the feelings of revulsion and disgust. Physically weaker than many horrors, they lurk in burrows and tunnels near graveyards, catacombs, or other places where large dead can be found. They use their powers to animate the corpses and feed off the negative feelings that the walking dead create in the living. Uh, they are especially fond of feelings that come from a living persons seeing the animated dead of someone they knew or cared for in life. Uh, they resemble disgusting hybrid of worm and reptile. Their bodies are fat and resemble maggots covered in scaly hide, pocked with oozing sores and scabby growths. They have sharp, bony beaks that extend back into a frill covering their head and neck. And they like to burrow. When lodged in its burrow, this is the only part of the horror visible and protects the rest of its body. So, and being in the fields, um, probably is burrowed actually. So we'll get, we'll say, kind of halfway in by the time it jumps out, uh, well, climbs out of its hole and horror marks. Um, poor Phage. Now, the sight of this thing, um, yeah, we, we would notice it. 
Um, <laughs> these guys will just run for it. Um, let's see, initiative-wise, if it can get another horror mark off. It is just a simple action, so... Oh, no, sorry. Horror mark is a standard action, so it does take its action. It does have two actions, though. Um, yeah, let's say, uh, okay, let's do an initiative. So it's got a step five, so it's, it's a slow lumbering giant maggot. So five is a d8. It's got a five. Mithra's got a two. Seven for rock on. No, actually, rock on, thage. Oh, okay, so rock on gets the six, and thage here gets the three. So it goes next. Yes, I'm just looking it up there. Um, it can make two horror marks per turn. Um, so, okay, we'll say it spent uh, one action climbing up last time. That's why I only got one horror mark off this time. Uh, it will try to horror mark. Let us see. Three targets left. That would be Mithra. Unfortunate. Okay, he's tougher to horror mark, however. He's got a Mystic Defense of 10. So it's got a 2d10 step. Step 12. Needs to hit a 10. Yeah, it does so. Horror marked. Wow. I can't believe that. Never had a character get horror marked before. Not that I've played that often. <laughs> Still relatively new to this game. Um, and, oof, an exploding die, 17, 27, explodes again, wow, 34 on the next victim, rock on, horror marked, isn't that lovely, it got him really good, um, okay, well, yeah, that serves to further uh, the story and further gel these guys uh, together as a team. They've all got to kill the same horror to get rid of this horror marking. Salivan so far is okay. So we'll say they um, get through the doorway here, get away from the thing's chamber, and slam the door shut. It has a move of eight, uh, so it is... The slowest out of all these people. Everybody here is movement uh, 10 or 12. So we can outrun it, thankfully. But that's a horrifying uh, scene. Giant five foot high, probably eight foot long maggot just slowly coming towards you <laughs> at like a speed walk. I don't know, it doesn't need to even move its full movement. It would probably enjoy just slowly slithering towards people, just making them, you know, terrifying. Um, oh, and it, uh, oh yeah, okay, it did do two, it did do two horror marks, so it maxed out its, um, its actions. If they spent any more time there, the thing would start to harvest energy, which means it just sucks, there's, it sucks the life out of them, their soul, I guess. It doesn't do damage, it takes their karma, um, from them. So I couldn't use, I couldn't spend my karma that day. The thing drinks it. That's what they live off of. Brutal, brutal. Okay, so we run headlong into this hallway. Check for random encounter. Nothing. So this thing would have 
undead around it, but uh, they were just milling about in that room. Maybe we just outran them too. They didn't bother catching up to attack. We slammed the door. And we keep moving with that horrifying uh, incident. Okay, so we come down and around into the refuse. Ah, yeah. Okay, we come in here. And we've got company. Alright, let's set it up. Alright. Set up. Throw my map over there. Throw this guy up there. Okay, so we've got our characters that come in uh, at the top. And they've got to get... Um, there, oh yeah, so they kind of come in, we'll say, up here, and the bad guys, so they come in the north door, the bad guys, then they got to get out the west door, and we'll see um, what exactly we're facing here. <clears throat> Four is rolled on the encounter table, uh, that's a giant weaver spider, one giant weaver spider, okay, let's check out its uh, strategy. Random strategy, attack, and then run. Okay, so it is gonna attack right away. Lucky us, eh? Uh, giant Weaver Spider on page 341. Handy reference right there in the adventure pamphlet. Save me a bit of time. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. Get the token for this guy. And, uh, yeah, he's gonna attack them so um, they'll come around trying to get to the door fighter in the warrior in the front um, I'll just say I've got the same spells in the matrix uh, as last time so that was mage armor and uh, uh, mind dagger so we'll cast uh, mage armor we can chain cast mage armor so that'll give the plus two plus three Physical armor to Thage. Um, okay. Uh, oops, that's 11 physical defense. He's at 8. Physical armor. Okay, so here comes the initiative on the spider. Giant weaver spider. This thing is, uh, this thing is nasty. 11. The 86. Is there any point in even rolling? I think it's going first. I rolled a three, maybe not. Mithra with a seven. Everybody else gets a d6. Three, two. So we'll just say, uh, we'll just say everybody goes on the three and they can go last. So we run up. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, we're just going at this thing. Rock on will stand in because he's got a good physical defense and he is tough. Even though he's an archer, he's going to get right up close and just chuck spears. Um, okay, so starting things off, we will go with Thage. He will swing his broadsword. He will... What's this thing's physical defense? Ten. Okay. Okay, he can't... He's not going to bother with maneuver. He's just going to go straight up D8, D10 for the, uh, for the attack. Okay, melee weapons of three, and yeah, nine. Uh, sorry, that's a d8, d6. Step nine. Okay, and that's a one. Okay, so he drops his sword. 
<laughs> That's a rule of ones. You botched that. Crops a sword. He's out of commission next turn as well. Um, Mithra did actually get to go first. He is going to cast Mind Dagger to soften this thing up. Um, so he will spell casting 4 plus his perception 7, 11, d8, d10. Ah, what a 5. That will not hit the Mystic Defense of the Spider, which has a 12. This thing is a 4th circle. This thing is no joke. Oh man. This is not going to be good. Okay. Oh, it's got some abilities too. I'm going to read those in a minute and just have at my characters. Okay, everybody goes first though before it goes, so back to it. Um, okay, Rakon is going to, seeing the size of this thing, six to seven feet across. Yeah, he's going to um, Mystic, Aim, um, so that's Perception based, so that's nine, D8, D6, and he's gonna throw on a Karma. Oh, not bad, that's a 12. So he hits its Mystic Defense of 10, so he gets it. That adds a 2 more to my throwing weapon, so that um, brings 4, plus Dexterity is 10, plus 2 is 12, so 2d10. And he will use 2 Karma, uh, thanks to his true shot of 2. So 12 is 2d10, uh, and then an additional 2d6. And he's only got three karma, so that's gonna that's gonna burn it for the day. Obsidian in their lack of karma. Oh, hey, we got an exploding die. We got a ten on the D10. That's great. Okay, so we've got eighteen showing. One plus a four, so twenty-two. He just land based that thing. Twenty-two. Um, okay, so physical defense of ten. Um, did I? Mystic. Oh yeah, no, the yeah, the mind dagger missed. So that's two extra success on damage. So he does uh, twelve, step twelve with his spear, and two additional success. Um, goes from twelve to uh, plus four, so sixteen. D twelve, D eight, D six. Twelve, D eight, D six. Love rolling all these dice. Such weird combos. Oh nice. So that's eighteen damage to the thing. Okay. 18 damage. Okay, I will put right here. Um, weaver, spider. And 18 damage. Now, it takes uh, 4 weight because of its armor, so it's 14 damage actually. And it has a wound threshold of 10. Nice. He deals it a grievous wound. Um, and it's knocked down is 13. Oof. Oof. Okay. Um, so it takes five more than it's, no it did not, so no knockdown potential there. Okay. Next we have um, Salivan, the weaponsmith. Um, yeah, actually Rock On would, um, would stay at the back. He can chuck his spears from there. And Salavan will step over here. And what is he using? A flail. Oh yeah, he'll bring down the flail. So he's got melee weapons of three plus dexterity of five, so that's a step eight. 2d6 to attack, and he will use a karma. 
Um, Rockon's out of karma. Sullivan uses one karma and rolls a measly six. Thanks for coming out, buddy. <laughs> My poor weaponsmith has just just been useless. Okay. Okay. Now the fun begins. Um, this thing's going to attack. So it. Oh no. Oh no. It's got. Okay. So it's creature abilities. Uh, enhanced sense touch. It's got poison. If it bites uh, and does damage to a target, the target must resist effects of paralytic poison. And it spits venom. Oh boy, within 10 yards, that stealthy stride. And as a web trap, giant spider webs are strong enough to entangle name givers. Noticing a web requires a successful awareness. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, awareness. Nine test. If a character becomes stuck in a spider's web, you must succeed at a strength 12 to break free. Okay. Um, he may cut himself out. Uh, the weapon's damage is a bonus to the strength test. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, we would have walked in. Would have walked right into this thing's spider web. So we need awareness tests on everybody uh, does anybody have the awareness skill or talent nobody has it for the talent and nobody has it for the skills so we're rolling straight perception okay let's start with rock on he's got a perception seven he's pretty good in 12. bad little chances though of succeeding at an awareness uh, what is it nine oh man Rock on, he's entangled. Um, 10 on, uh, oh, seven. Who else has a perception seven? Somebody does, yes. Mithra, roll to 10. He's fine. He um, will step back. Um, where is, oh yeah, this was, this is Mithra. Sullivan. Okay, he's not entangled. Poor Thage with his perception of four, step four. Rolls a d6. He needs an exploding die to see. That was a six until it rolled off the table. Six again. Okay. Nine. He gets it. Okay. Thage manages to um, weave his way through. Um, maybe he came along the edge and went around the spider web. He's okay. Um, okay. So far, so good. Um, and last but not least, Sullivan has a 7 perception as well. D12. Tip. <laughs> He's caught. Okay. So, um, Sullivan has a flail. He doesn't have a knife. So he's stuck. And Rockon are entangled. Now they need a strength 12 to get loose. So, um, wow, yeah, Spider didn't even need to do anything for that, that's taken care of. Spit Venom is what the thing will do. It got wounded, so it's going to back away. Spit Venom at the, um, the guy who chucked the spear and did so much damage to him. And I will spit Venom that can get him there and then move back. Uh, okay, so it's um, mm -hmm. creature power 12, spit venom. 
Rolls a 12 to hit him. Uh, 2d10. Okay. That is an 8. It won't get rock on. He's got a 12 physical defense. Um, does he have any minuses, though, because he's entangled? Um, becomes stuck in a web and must succeed strength to become free. The character was carrying it. Blah, blah, blah. No, okay. Entangled? Is that a condition? Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's impaired movement. Heavy. <laughs> He's heavily impaired. Uh, that gives him minus four. So that gives him an eight. Come from 12, six, seven, eight. So yes, he gets venomed. Rock on is venomed. Um, spit venom is a 10. Spider can spit the venom at a target. Blah, blah, blah. Makes a creature power test against target's mystic defense. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. Impaired move. Okay, so no negative on the Mystic Defense. We got a Mystic Defense of 7, though. Yeah, and he gets it. That's an 8. <clears throat> Darn. Uh, the target takes step 10 damage, reduced by Mystic Armor. 2d8 damage. Awesome. 5, reduced by Mystic Armor of 3. He takes 2 damage. Not bad. Okay. And then the thing uh, steps back. <coughs> okay, initiative. Um, we've got Salavan and Rockon caught in the web. This thing has an initiative of 11. D10, D8. Ooh. Okay, it's got a 12. It's going first. Is any point? Let me check in for anybody else. No. <clears throat> it goes first. It will. Is it really where the Agrish was? Um, no. I'm gonna say no. It steps back up. Chooses its target. That is Thage, and it will bite. Um, bite of twelve. Step twelve. So that's two D ten against Thage's. Ooh, that's a twelve. Thage has an 11 physical defense. He damages. That is a successful bite. Venom, standard action. Poison, 10. Dang, hey. 2d8 damage. 7. Okay, okay. Our armor is now 8, thanks to mage armor, so nothing gets through. Um, uh, if it does damage to the target, the target must resist the effects of per paralytic poison. Eesh, we don't want to be paralyzed by this thing. Can we run? No, no, we cannot. We're all hung up. Um, Mithra is going to cast uh, Mind Dagger. He's got to get this off, so he's going to go with a spell casting Karma. Seven eleven. So it's a D10, D8, and a D6, and Karma. Okay, that's going to hit this time with a 12. That Mystic Defense is 12. It barely hits it. Wowzers, eh? Um, and Mind Dagger does Will plus 2 damage. So that's going to be a 9. Step D8, D6. Okay. Um, 
Oh, exploding die on the six, so it's twelve plus one. Thirteen damage. Mystic armor on the thing. Um, thirteen damage, that's five. Thirteen damage five. Um, wound threshold of ten, so okay. I did eight damage to it, no wound. Uh, so it's up to 22 damage. Oh, it does have that wound. I forgot to factor in, but that's all right. Wouldn't have mattered much. Okay. So it has now a physical defense of minus two. PD minus two. Because of that mind dagger. Does that make it easier to hit? It's only an eight to hit now. Okay. Salivan. Rock on. Stuck in a web. We'll do Thage first. He's gonna attack with a with a karma. Um, and he will be rolling melee weapons of three plus six nine d eight d six another d six karma. That's uh, a fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Fourteen is an extra success. Very good. Now we'll go eleven damage plus two extra steps. So it's d twelve d ten. 12 to 10 to the spider. 10, 18 damage. Got him. Good that time. Physical armor. Um, brings that down. To, uh, 18 to 14. Uh, wound threshold is 10. So another 14 damage and a wound. Okay, nice. It's now at minus 2 and it's taken uh, 36 uh, damage. Nice. Okay, it's unconscious at 41. We got a chance here. We might not all die. Nobody might die. Okay. Um, strength check on Rock on the Obsidian. He's got an 8. Doesn't have a um, blade in hand, so he has to just force his way out. <laughs> 3, that's not going to do it. Um, they need a, what is this, strength 12 test to break 3. Break free unless they use a blade, they can add that to their test. Salavan tries to break out with his strength of step five. D8, he has not, he has a flail in hand. Nope, these guys are stuck, held fast. Um, gee, the mage armor lasts for how many rank, rank rounds? So that would be spellcasting rank four. So, yeah, that's only two rounds down. Okay, initiative. 11 for the monster. D8, D10. Yep, it's going first. It's going to bite. Um, who? Phage again. Just loves biting the warrior. Oh. Look at that. A double, double exploding dice. So I rolled 2D10 and they both rolled a 10. So that's a 20. Oh my lanta. 29, 29 to hit Phage. He's got an 11. Good golly, eh? It's uh, three, three extra success. 21 would be two, 26 would be three. Three extra success on the damage. Yeah, poor Phage is getting poisoned this time. Okay, we've got a 10 step for damage. That's 2d8, it's not brutal. But with the extra three success, that brings the 10 up to 16, d12, d8, d6, 12, d8, d6, 
Man, these exploding dice are done. gets deadly quick. Oh, two more exploding dice. This spider just has Thage's number tonight. So it's a 9 plus 8, so it's a 17 plus a d8 and a d6 exploded. 17 plus 4 is 21, and another 7. That d8 almost exploded again. Uh, so it's 20, 28 damage. 28 damage to Thage in one shot. Unbelievable. Okay, 28 minus uh, physical armor of 8. That's a 19. That's a 20. 20 damage in a single blow. He's definitely wounded. He is knocked down. Um, yep. Yeah, okay, so he, <laughs> his wound threshold is 11. He took 20 damage, so that's 9. Target number for a knockdown test. So he may find himself on his back and poison. Strength test against target number 9. He has a 6. Step 6, that's a d10. Need to beat a 9. 2. Thage is down. Down and out on his back. Okay, so uh, let's check out this poison deal. Poison step is uh, 10 onset, 1 round interval. Okay, so next turn. Um, 5 damage. Interval 5, 1 round. Alright, just looking over this poison, it is step 10, just like the bite was, so I took 10 damage, 10 step damage, and then um, the onset is one round, so next round, <laughs> it's going to take, um, yeah, step 10 uh, poison, uh, but this isn't damaging, this is paralytic, so, uh, and then the interval is for five more, um, five more tests every round after, so for the next five rounds. He's going to be <laughs> making toughness. Um, oh, well, he's going to be getting poisoned. Um, now, the way this works is... Um, oh, gosh. The paralytic stuff is... Uh, um, okay, the effect test is compared to the victim's toughness. So he is pretty tough. He is the toughest one of the group with a 7 um, so we roll uh, step 10 against 7, so that's a good chance of beating it. Each success, the character suffers a minus 2 to all action tests. Um, and this will be cumulative for the next 5 rounds. Um, if the penalty uh, equals or exceeds the character's strength, the character is fully paralyzed, drops, and cannot move. <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. Okay, so next turn, he will be poisoned. Now, um, so it went first, uh, Thage is down, he will, uh, attempt to flip up, he'll take a strain, needs a dexterity, uh, test uh, against six, one, he fails, he takes the strain, and just gets up normally, um, and that's the end of his turn. <laughs> Mithra will spend a karma. He will cast d8, d6 with a karma. Here goes my dagger. With a measly 10, Thane's mystic defense is 12. Darn it, I can't get through on this thing. Rakan will try to break free of the webbing. 
He's got an 8, so he rolls 2d6. Oh, exploding die. 7. Ah, 10. He needed a 12. That was the closest chance. Probably the only chance he'll get. Darn. Okay, 5 for Salivan. He's going to try and break free. He's got a d8. 1. Not a chance. He's held fast. Okay. Phage is our only hope. Him and Mithra. Um, what else can Mithra do? Get change. Gain flash. Yeah, gee, he can't do much, can he? Um, nope. Okay. Uh, boy. Next turn. D. Uh, so the thing is a D10, D8. Um, yep. Initiative, D10, D8. Oh, a three. It's probably not going first. Mithra with a six. Phage with a five. Okay. We go first. Oh, man. Phage has got to use another karma. He's going to attack. D8, D6. With an extra D6 for karma. Ah, a one. A one and a two are rolled. Poor dude. He's just a loser. Oh, yeah. I have to factor in the... Um, the wound, but that's okay. It wouldn't have mattered. Okay, Mithra will spell cast. Again, trying for he's got a D8, and a D10. Oh, and a D6, because I used the karma. What a one, that didn't help. Uh okay, 15, 16. Okay, 16. My mystic defense of 12. Oh, I almost got another success. Ah, oh, that karma wasn't a one. Okay, so we roll willpower plus two, so that's going to be, uh, what is his will again? Seven. So nine, a d8, a d6, damage, nine, not bad. Mystic armor is five, so four, four measly damage. Put the thing to 40. 40, not bad. It's unconscious at 41, okay. Thank you, Mithra. We just gotta deal this thing one more stinking damage. And then the thing attacks again. Who's it gonna get this time? Oh, okay. First things first. Step 10, paralytic damage. Uh, paralytic effect, sorry. 2D, uh, 2D8. I love how Earth Dawn handles paralytic poison. Very cool. Okay, so we're rolling against the toughness step of age. Uh, he has a toughness of 7. We rolled an 8. So that's um, inflicting him with an additional minus 2. So he's got a wound and he's got minus 3 now because he's partially paralyzed. Next turn, he'll face it again. It's just going to bring him down, probably. Nothing. Okay, another thing um, will bite um, it will bite uh, Rock on. Got him in the web, turns, and uh, munches on him. Its bite step is 12, so it rolls 2d10. Going to bite his face. Now he is heavily, uh, his movement is heavily impaired, so he's minus 4 to his mystic defense. I think he rolls a 7. 7 minus 4. Um, he's got a. Well, 
Uh, minus four is eight. Ah, the thing does not get through its defenses. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's amazing. Even even impaired. He's got his shield up. And he gets his managed to have his, he has his shield between him and the giant spider. Awesome. Awesome. Next round. <laughs> Next round being another deadly one for fourth age. Okay, it goes first with an eight. Yeah. Okay. It will bite who? Um, yeah, that's rock on again. Bites with a 12. Nope. It has a, it has two wounds. So it is biting with a 10. So that's 2d8. Last chance. Needs to be to seven. Oof. Oh no. Yeah, I got him this time. So uh, rock on has an eight physical defense. Um, just got a 12. So that's not quite an extra success. Close one. And it does uh, step 10, oh, minus two, so down to eight, 2d6 damage from the bite. Uh-oh, exploding die on the six, so that's seven, eight, nine. Nine damage to rock on, so just climber brings it down to six. Hit two damage, so he is now up to eight damage. And here comes the poison next turn for him. Oh, man. Okay. Poison time. It is poison time for Phage. Uh, 2d8 against his step 7 toughness. So it's another success. Phage is just being brought down. He's got minus 5 on all tests now. Oh. He is going to attempt to just cut um, rock on. No. Salivan. Um, he needs a... Okay, I'll just roll. Um, yeah, I just need, don't have to roll to hit. It's just a 12. So damage is... Oh, man. Um, so he would roll an 11 damage with his broadsword. At minus five is hefty, uh, so that will bring him down to six. It will a d10, trying to beat a 12. Um, no. Darn it. Ineffective. Um, Mithra will move up and cut him free. We'll draw a dagger and try to cut him free. Mithra using a strength, his <laughs> mighty strength of four. Plus a dagger. What does a dagger give? Never actually used a dagger in combat. I think it's two, maybe three. Let us take a look. And we've got, pull out a nice silver dagger or something. Knife, dagger, step two. So he's rocking a six. That's about as good as the paralytic page. Six, no, not good enough. And Rock on, uh, Salivan will attempt to break free himself. Actually, um, Mithra will hand the dagger to Salivan, who can use three, uh, sorry, the two added to, two added to his strength of five. So I give him a seven. I give him a d12 to cut free. Four. 
No, not happening. Um, dang it. Uh, we've got... We've got Rock on. Tangled in the web. And poisoned. His toughness isn't bad. It's at six. But uh, if these things are in the web, can they attack? Um, just stuck in the spider's web and must succeed to break test to break free. The character's carrying its mouth. Blah, blah, blah. No. Yeah, no. I can't. Uh, we'll just say he can't attack. Okay, he's going to try and break free. He's got a strength of six? Strength of eight. 2d6. He's not suffering any wounds in it. Come on, buddy. Five. He cannot break free. And that is the end of this turn. Next turn. Good golly. Okay, the creature goes first. Um. It has an attack of 12. It is uh, minus three from its minus two. Down to 10, 2d8 on its attack. Okay, the thing attacks. Rock on again. Ah, exploding die on the eight. It's 12. <laughs> Seven, 19 um, against his eight. So that will be two extra success. Its damage step on the bite is 10 minus two because of its wounds, down to eight, 2d6. Six damage, six damage does not, oh yeah, no, he's got three armor. Six damage, three gets through. So he's uh, at 11 and he's poisoned again. Jeez. Okay, now this poison sets in on Rock On. Step 10, so that's 2d8 versus his Mystic Defense. Oh, three. Failure does not affect him. Um, step 10 against Mystic Defense, six against um, Phage. What is the. His Mystic Defense is six. Oh, unfortunately, it gets him. Okay, and then it rolls 2d10. Um, oh, sorry. Um, that was 6. Uh, I guess it's toughness of 7, so it does not affect him this turn any further. Oh, my Lanta. This thing is at 40 damage. We need to do one more damage to knock it unconscious. Mithra uses... Hey, Karma. Come on, buddy. <laughs> D10, D8. Come on. Okay, okay. We finally hit it. That's a mystic defense of 12. We just rolled a 13. Um, he got through. So that will be uh, two damage at least. Mm, good golly. Okay, we killed the spider. That's 75 LP for everybody for surviving that. Wow. Okay, and we will take our time, cut free Salivan and rock on. 
and um, Phage is minus five. He is just brutal, brutally wounded here. Um, he takes two more, um, <laughs> two more intervals of paral uh, paralysis. That's uh, 2d, uh, yeah, 2d8. That gets him again. And again, takes an additional minus four. You see that minus nine? Yeah. Oh yeah, he just crossed the threshold. His strength, he's, uh, wow, for 15 minutes, he's at minus nine. His strength is only minus, or his strength is step six, so he is uh, paralyzed fully. Um, Mithra will um, close the doors. Um, can't probably lock them, but uh, we'll close the doors at least and spend 15 minutes, wait for the paralysis to wear off, both these guys. Um, and we will cut down, cut everybody free. Okay. Oh, I don't know. 15 minutes, I guess. We'll roll. Random encounter. Oh, thank heavens. Nothing comes along. Can you imagine? <laughs> 1d4 cadaver men show up or ghouls and uh, always still has uh, a wound though minus one wound phage does and we got two of these fools still trapped in a giant web wowzers okay so uh, we are um, in the refuse chamber and we got to get to the fields um the horror is behind us um probably chasing us he will be here in a matter of another turn or so Fui. did he show up No, he didn't. He didn't make it to us in time. He knows exactly where we are, thanks to the horror mark. Um, yeah, we gotta run. We're gonna take him. We're gonna lead him right to the survivors. He doesn't already know who, where they are. We gotta go, though. Okay, we, we run into here. No encounter. We run into the gardens. Come on. Two? Okay. Nothing. Um, we have to go in here because this is still locked. Here. Two more to go. Four. Final hallway. Oh. <laughs> and we get into the field safely. Half dead. Um, Phage was half unconscious with a wound again. He keeps taking the beats, doesn't he? And we all return to the fields to rest up, uh, <laughs> bearing three horror marks. Not cool, man. All right. Okay, we'll keep it at that. We'll leave it. We'll leave it at that for this little outing. We'll pick up next session um, to see how many days we want to stay put and heal. And every day that passes, we roll the dice again to see if that horror manages to find the quartermaster chamber or the fields. And if either of those happen, it is pretty well. Good night. Okay.
<laughs> that went well, I'd say. Nobody died. Roll on.